0: Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Thursday, June 22nd, Welcome. Sports thoughts with Justin Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox and I'm with the guy who thought Grady Dick was a British breakfast food item, Justin Kelly. Say hi to the people. What's up JC? Thanks to everyone for listening. Yeah, the Grady Dick I had it the
1: last time I was in Edinburgh. It was a delight, a delight. What a start to the day. Mix it with a Guinness and we're gone. We're gone. There you go. European vacation. Gr- Grady Dick, the shooter from Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Quite the jacket.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ooh.
1: Really introducing himself loudly to North America and, and the Raptor Nation. Yeah,
0: we're gonna get into a little who wore it best, if you will, later on. We talk about the NBA draft, and Grady Dick is is definitely up for uh, some some comments, if we will. He might get roasted tonight. He deserves a little roasted dick? <laughs> I didn't see that on the
1: menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was out with something else. The NBA draft was actually still going on as of taping. We're deep in the second round. As we enter episode seventeen or eighteen of the sports gloss, eighteen episode eighteen, yeah, illegal 18- now in the U.S. Diego <laughs> 8 episode of the sports gloss. Thanks again, everyone listening. It's draft night in the NBA. Jamal and I've been talking about that. First, let's let's sort of uh, localize this as we get into our rundown for the evening. Now, I've had a visitor in town over the last. Few days, Jamal. My aunt was in town for from Toronto, and it was just awesome to see her. We were having a great time. She's getting to know the kids. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. But I see her last night for a little time at uh, one of our unofficial sponsors, the Beagle Pub, and we're talking. And she says to me, "You must tell Jamal." And she listens to the gloss. And shout out to alo for listening to the gloss. You must tell Jamal my first move when I touch down somewhere on the eastern seaboard of the United States. Is I get myself a Yingling? Hey! Now she prefers it in a pint. Okay, but that's her. That's her go-to move. When she touched down in your birth country, she's looking for a Yingling, and she wanted me to pass that along to you.
0: That made my day, man. That just made my day. Shout out to you, Aunt Lori. Like that's so cool. Yingling, pride of Philadelphia, pride of Pennsylvania, goes down easy. I'm looking forward to having a few of those when I get back to Virginia in a couple weeks. It feels like
1: something you do sort of to really check in a vacation mode. Oh yeah. You know, really get you know, let you know you're away from home.
0: For sure, it's an easy sipper. You can't find it on the West Coast here. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a great beer. Symbolizes so like much that. for me. I yeah, you'd like that. I just I got the, the the vapors a little bit. I was like, it nice. took me back to uh, early two thousands. Beautiful, going to some house parties in <laughs> RVA. It's
1: good times. Beautiful. We're off to a frolicking start. <laughs> Let's jump into your Saturday briefly, JC. Let's jump oh, yeah. into your Saturday morning. We're getting gonna get into the NBA and some other sporting topics of the day, but quickly give me a little taste of your Saturday morning.
0: Oh yeah, Saturday was a big one for me. We had a yard sale here. At yard my, sale. Uh, my residents, um, we kind of piggybacked on some of the adjacent yard sales that were going on in the Oakland's Fernwood area here in Victoria. And you know what? Yard sales never fail to amuse me. Mm. It's, uh, you know, I went to a bunch of yard sales when I was a kid and like in the, my 20s as well and when I lived in Richmond. And I think every town has an interesting yard sale culture, but there's always some really good people watching. Is there ever? Just the pickers coming through.
1: The early, early, the pickers come early. They're they're right at opening, nine a.m., ten a.m. They're there, yeah, five, five minutes early.
0: Oh yeah, there were some guys cruising looking for some vinyl. I <laughs> I got a funny story actually. A guy came by, and I'm so bad. Like Julie always talks about how I'm just the worst with like door to door salespeople because I can't say no. I'm too nice, and this was kind of one of those situations. Where this guy's cruising, pulls up. And he's just like, man, you got any records? And I'm just like, uh, what are you looking for? We're still setting up. We have, we're have we like 25% done setting up. And he's like, oh, you know, little Beatles, little this and that, little rock and roll. So I actually, like... This stranger I've never met just decided to accommodate him, went in my house, went through my catalog, pulled a few things oh, out. Oh,
1: you let this guy into
0: your crib? No, 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 oh, no. He's outside. Oh, He's at an arm's length. Oh, this guy's not oh, stepping s- foot in Casa de Cops. I see. Sorry. No. Sorry. But <laughs> I go inside and kind of. I thought you were just trying
1: to make a sale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how you close, close to get coffee. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I went in, picked out like four records, came back and, and, um, you know, he under, <laughs> he undercharged, or I undercharged him or whatever. He walked off with a few and then immediately another guy just comes up, you got any records? And I was like, ah, no man, I'm, I'm good. We don't have any more records. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the pickers, the record, the vinyl guys were, were out early hot looking for stuff.
1: And they try to catch you when you're not really in sales mode. Like they do try to catch you early and like, maybe you're not you're sort of off guard you haven't got your your little driveway shop set up yet and they try to that's when they try and ding you because they know you're kind of scrambly
0: exactly low ball you poker face and then yeah. yeah they walk off with what they want yeah like little tyrants yeah yeah but uh that happened and then you know things went we had my mother-in-law also contributing some of her wares so we had a, a good day out there there was a lot of interesting people i can't
1: just I've, to set the scene a little bit more, so all around your your lovely area, there's people like down your street here. Just everyone's got a garage sale, yard sale, table of stuff out there moving, and everyone's doing that on the block.
0: Yeah, everyone's doing that on the it's block. Fun. It's Actually, fun. one of the uh, the patrons came up and said, "Oh, this is well organized. Some of these other ones down the street were just janky." <laughs> That's that's what I heard. That really? was the word on the street. Really, so people were happy that we had organized things into certain sections. You know, kind of furniture, shoes, active wear, children's garb. Yes, all kinds of
1: things. So, did we have a productive day on Casa del Cox sales? Did we move
0: some? Did we move some units? We did. Mm. I would say north of seven hundred dollars for my family. What? Yeah, or what? sorry, sorry, what? Not, but just my failure. sorry, for the whole of the production.
1: Dang, that's not a bad day.
0: Yeah, the that's kids- That's more
1: than I thought you were going to say, to be honest.
0: This The kids hustled somebody, out, or hopefully they hustled somebody out some Pokemon cards. Some grown man bought oh. a bunch of Pokemon cards. <laughs> Who knows right now- No comment, no <laughs> Right now, he's probably on eBay, and he's like, yes, they didn't know the smokescreen of the whatever, and I got this Charizard, and I'm going to make a billion dollars on eBay, Mm. but I was just happy to get those cards out of the house. Yeah, we don't need them in that box anymore. No,
1: no, exactly. Good for you guys. You had a 700 box? That's a good You must have had a nice little shop running. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that $700 wasn't all in my pocket, but but yeah, it was good. For the grounds. Yeah, I got rid of some things that'd been lingering around the house a little too long. What was your highest ticket item? Mmm. That's a great me personally? No, the whole the whole I had uh, some package deals going, I had some combos, some parlays. <laughs> <laughs> You're running number three combos off the left side. I let a Beckham jersey go and a Pogba jersey as well. At a really oh, deep discounted oh. rate.
1: I, I like that. A little sporting motif was going out the door.
0: Yeah, oh, that was. Sorry, I missed that. That was. What a low ball! You on the Beckham? <laughs> Long sleeve Manchester United Beckham jersey. Mm. I love the woman's like, who's this guy? I was like, he owns Inter Miami. <laughs> the best crosser of the soccer ball yeah. ever. Bend it like blank. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, uh, he's married to a Spice Girl. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But um, all that being said. Yeah, we I did well. We got rid of some things. I can't remember what the highest ticket item was. There was some some furniture people shelled out for. There's also some people, like I said, just cruising, some weirdos that were like looking for deals, lowballing.
1: I like I I like a garage sale. I don't go seeking them, but if I run into a garage sale I'll do a I'll do a whip around.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like it's you know another man's another person's junk, another person's treasure, or whatever the saying is, or do you feel like it's all just building towards hoarding?
1: I think there are moments when you go into a bad garage sale and you're like, this is this feels funny to me, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But if you go into a nice garage sale, something like you've described that that was happening here on the weekend, I think it doesn't. It feels okay. Like you walk in there, like, oh, there's some quality items. These people take care of their stuff. You know, these these items like the, the, the Bex jerseys are ready for an, another chapter.
0: Exactly. I feel like Move On, she said it was for her kid. I was like, I'm done with this. I haven't worn it in years. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia be gone, you know? So. Marie Kondo enjoying that. You <laughs> oh, mo- moving stuff. Marie Kondo reference. I love Marie Kondo. I got drawer organizers upstairs that you saw. You do. You do. <laughs> homemade.
1: Uh, twist tie elastic band separation there, too, and two ni- nice little accessible piles. They got a place for for everything upstairs. Highlight of my evening
0: thus far. <laughs> I want to uh, continue on with my Saturday. There was another component to it. I got up at 5.30. Don't ask. Got up at 5.30. Just... That's my everyday. Go on. Okay. I don't have a a two-year-old at home, but I just kind of so... woke up and just couldn't go back to sleep. Did the whole thing with the uh the yard sale and then there was fern fest here and fernwood and basically like a big walking distance walking distance yeah we had a big festival music um an array of uh different vendors selling their wares a lot of different things going on and it was fun but also there were some moments where i was just like can we do this a little bit better go on it's on Gladstone and Fernwood if you're familiar with Victoria. It's a very narrow corridor right next to Vic High and there was an abundance of people. There were just so many people and you know this is actually something I've been thinking about we don't have to linger on it but I think my tolerance or just my knee jerk reaction when I'm out in large crowds has kind of changed over the past few years mm. and not like I'm walking around with uh, worries about COVID per se, but I'm just—it's not as comfortable as it used to be. Copy. So I was just kind of walking around, and I see my neighbor and some other folks, and I'm chatting, and there's a lot of stuff happening. At one point, we're just immersed in the jungle of vendors, and we lose Nico for oh. about 20 seconds. Nightmare fuel. <sighs> Come to lay.
1: My heart just skipped.
0: Just kept walking down the the corridor. And we were just kind of conversating like, oh, do we want to stop here and get a snack or whatever? And then we could him. Walk- and he, he just, just kept, kept walking, walking. You know. And He didn't notice that you stopped. A sea of adults, right? Yep. And um, we got him a few moments after, but he was a bit shaken up. We got him and everything oh, was geez. cool. So then uh, we walked over. There was a separate section for the kids and they had a couple of things going over there. And it was a little bit more spacious in this kind of green lawn area, area but... Within minutes of arriving there, got a bit of a Jamal squall here. Within minutes of arriving there, these two people probably in their 60s in full clown regalia kind of accost my kids with kazoos. Whoa.
1: So so this is a couple You in their 60s, you said?
0: Yeah, if and, I had to put a number to and
1: it. And are they... Are, do they have a little stage? Are they active participants in Fern Fest? Or are they just walking
0: around? Just in the wild, walking around. Looking for attention. Looking for attention, playing kazoos with their British accents. I gotta add that in there, too.
1: They had the Grady Dick for breakfast, no doubt.
0: <laughs> they And they're looking for children
1: <laughs> who are estranged from their parents momentarily. 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 To, to get in the face of and... Scar
0: pretty much Scar, <laughs> Pretty much so this is my question or this is what I was thinking. I was like do we need like do clowns need consent?
1: Great question
0: I, I, I'm leaning yes, I'm leaning yes clowns not everyone is comfortable with a clown. No, no I think I'm leaning yes on clown consent because that's how I feel I know this the listeners might be sitting at home laughing and thinking like this is ridiculous, but if you're six, five, four years old, or whatever it is... 40. <laughs> and a clown just gets in your face and is playing a kazoo, and mm, just right there, it's no intense. Like-y. No likey. Yeah. I mean, no likey either.
1: So, okay, so just keep going that with that situation
0: a little longer. So then what happened? So, I'm, I was kind of caught off guard... <laughs> You threw a right haymaker, grabbed your kid, and got out of there? I dropped that clown. Yeah. Like, too, no. Yeah. No, two. No. Two-piece. No. I just, I sat there, and I just kind of was taking it in. I was like, okay. Hmm. All right. Just waiting for them to finish their whole thing. And then, the I got to give it to the, the, the male clown. It was kind of funny. Like, looking back, now everything is okay. Like, he gives the kids, like, kazoos wrapped in plastic, whatever. Kazoos, you know, parents' worst enemy. And he's just sitting there. <laughs> And he he says he's teaching them how to use the kazoo and everything. And I'm just like, what are we? What the? Can we get out of here? Can we move to the bouncy castle? Can we get some popsicles? He's teaching them
1: how to use the kazoos?
0: Yeah. Easy, Rick. Easy. (laughs) Then he looks at us, looks at the adults, looks at the parents, and he says, You're going to love me at 10 p.m. tonight? (laughs) (laughs) He did not. Swear to God. Holy moly. He knew what he was doing. Not only like like seating things for the movie it for my kids but then also like getting them hooked on the kazoo so all fucking week they've been walking around on the kazoos god damn it if i didn't want to put it under my tires and roll over him the other day i bet and the clown knew he shot you that glance
1: it's passive aggressive bullshit, man. Not only is he messing up your Saturday for moments, I mean, we're four or five days later, and it's still wreaking havoc in your life.
0: I'm gonna have to make him it's disappear. A slow play. It's gonna, a slow play. It's a slow play. It's a slow play. It's a long play. I'm gonna have to make those things disappear gracefully. Wow. So wow. Clowns persona non grata right now for me. Wow.
1: <laughs> Jeez.
0: So that was my Saturday. A little hectic, but all said and done, it was a, it was a fun time. What'd you get into this last weekend? Pretty chill weekend for me, JC. But
1: let's acknowledge what happened on on Sunday, the second most important holiday of the year, and that was Father's Day. Hey, Father's Day. Actually, I saw you late. Now that I think about it, I saw you late Saturday afternoon when you swung by with a
0: with a nice bag of veg, fresh veg. You dropped in my place. Yeah, it just popped up. Just popped up with a. It's gonna be there for five minutes to turn to an hour. It was
1: lovely. It was lovely. It was great. I saw you walking in with that Swiss char, and I thought, "What is going on <laughs> here? Who <laughs> is? Is that Victor Wimbayama? <laughs> no, wish. we had a we had a we had a nice day. Father's Day was nice, man. You know what the highlight of my Father's Day? It wasn't a big production, nor should it be just it's the little things it's the you know what honey you sleep in you sleep in you mm-hmm. take it easy that little extra sleep in was yes, appreciated and enjoyed the slow brunch we had brunch with my father-in-law that was lovely lovely waffles whipping cream coffee flying who doesn't enjoy that
0: no grady dick though
1: no grady dick no no wasn't that serious a holiday yet and then uh, um they did in the uk though if we we're in the uk it would have been grady dick <laughs> And then uh, yeah, nice afternoon and and went and met up with some some of the aforementioned relatives in town. but a lovely just chill, tranquil day with, you know, I don't need a big production, JC. I don't need it. I don't need it. Just a little sleeping. yeah. nice strong coffee. So just a chill day. It was nice, man. It was nice.
0: That's good. did you was it a situation where like you had this kind of bubble around you at home where it was like, no, today's Daddy's day. Kids don't trouble you for anything.
1: I know what you're describing. I didn't have any of that.
0: <laughs> None of
1: it. Okay. None of it. My only bubble was to let Daddy sleep in a little bit. Yep. That was the when I woke up, the bubble was over. In fact, you know, she sort of threw me the keys to the car and was like, Well, <laughs> I'm taking a couple minutes to myself. Gotcha. Which is which is great. No, it was a l lo- it was a lovely day, man. Lovely day. Lovely day. And no, I didn't have the bubble. Did you have the bubble? I had the bubble. <sighs> I also, of course you did, asshole.
0: Full transparency, I was a bit hungover Sunday. <laughs> after all of the clown shenanigans and all the other stuff, I yeah. came home and I got into a few things. I think I was making... Um, what was I making? I was making some no, you drinks. started.
1: No, well, you started your engines when you stopped by with your vegetable satchel.
0: Yes, and then after that, I came home and had a few. So I was feeling it on Sunday. Ah, good for you, Dad. And my lovely partner... Gave me a little bit of leeway there, so it was good.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. Got to take it where you can.
0: Survive in advance.
1: Take it where you can. Survive right. in advance. <laughs> you had a... Let's talk some of the wins of the week for a second. Yeah. Before we get into sports. You had a nice little moment. Can you share with the the devout Gloss listeners what happened to you the other day?
0: Yeah, so I actually was off yesterday from work. Uh, my company recognizes Indigenous Peoples Day. I'm sorry if I'm getting that nomenclature wrong but um it was a holiday for us which was lovely great good on your company yeah wonderful for sure for sure sorry and for, for shoe. shoe for shoe too yeah um credit to my company uh we're run by a, a metis woman um who really believes in and recognizing those holidays so that was really really beautiful and had some time just kind of reflect and chill out but then also took care of a few things and one of those things was I went over to the Walmart over here at Hillside Mall, took a passport photo because I submitted my application for Canadian citizenship yesterday.
1: Wow. It's a big step.
0: Big step. Still don't love monarchy. How'd that feel? Means to an end. And then Is that
1: sorry, is that just a series of documents and a picture much like a passport would be?
0: Or is it more involved yes. in that? Is there a
1: questionnaire? Is there more personal information?
0: There's a questionnaire. It's probably like I don't know, twelve pages or so. Whew. Where you've been the last five years? Every time you left the country, every that kind time? of thing. I I calculate. See. I see. I see. You have to hit a certain number. I think Man. I've been in Canada. I've been outside of Canada less than 100 days in the last five five years. Huh. So um, basically. Yeah, I took care of all of that. I had to dust off my uh, high school diploma to Sorry. prove that I'm, a, I have a competency in, in in English. Really? Yeah, yeah. 1998 pulled, pulled it out.
1: Pulled out the old Glenn Allen High <laughs>
0: special, hey. Yeah, D.A.R. Tucker got it out. Orange and blue, go Tigers! And yeah, did all these little things. And go Tigers! Indeed, yeah. indeed. <laughs> it's been, it's been. One of those things you could probably knock it out in a day, but I've kinda mm-hmm. just kinda sprinkled here, sprinkled there and got everything done. So now I just sit and wait and learn about your lovely country.
1: How long do we wait for before we get the yay or the nay?
0: I don't know. I don't think it'll be expedited for me because I'm I have my permanent residency, so it's it's less of a Urgent Urgent thing for like newcomers or, or what have you. Um on, Send man. me back a few ducats, by the way. I bet it did. I will I'm not surprised to hear that. I won't give the exact number, but don't it was, disclose. It was north of six hundred dollars. Good thing you had the garage sale. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Cover your costs. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So it's good to have that cash on hand. But took care of business. I'm really excited.
1: That's that's, uh, that's not inexpensive.
0: No, there are different concessions for people of different situations couple of things briefly that i learned if you're a newcomer if you have some situations where um, you don't have those funds i think they actually um, lower the rates like a 100 bucks or something you can also go on a payment plan if you if you so need to do mm-hmm. and then um, as well something that was really interesting i didn't realize <laughs> put that permanent
1: resident <laughs> sorry <laughs> put that permanent residency on layaway <laughs>
0: exactly hey <laughs> i like that i'm going to put it on layaway
1: <laughs> started laughing at my own joke there before i got it out hey it
0: happens to the best of us but one other thing is really interesting if you're between the ages of 18 and 54 which i am <laughs> me too you have to take the exam like you have to take the like canadian knowledge hair... quiz yeah like this was the fifth prime minister of canada so when do you do that uh they will give me a date once they process all the information. So if you just see me dropping like random Canadian like little facts here and there, uh, St. John's, Halifax, that's S- all. That's a that's segment
1: a- coming soon on the sports bus. <laughs>
0: Jamal's Canadian corner. Where he- <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the blue note
1: sailed from.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So that's in the works that's a win i'm I'm happy to get that on the way so that's cool man that's good to hear yeah if i decide to stay here or if i leave and the civil war breaks out and everyone in the u.s dies likely i can can come back here wonderful and uh good for you i'll be good
1: would be productive on your your uh your midweek stat holiday
0: yeah for sure
1: dynamite dynamite
0: yeah you wanna do QA with JJ?
1: Let's do a QA with and QA with JJ brought to you by Homemade Submarines. <laughs> do we wanna get in homemade submarines when when the creator and builder of said submarine tells you that he bought like the, the valves, like the shut-ons and the shutoffs at Home Depot, and the whole thing's <laughs> controlled by an old video game controller for like a <laughs> Sega Dreamcast? Is that something that you want to enter with other human beings and go by? (laughs) No, never. No, no. I don't want patchwork subs. No, no. 17 bolts in the top two screwed in from the top. These, this is a topical. If you're listening to the pod later, you might not get this, but quite something. Hey? Yeah. And they went deep. They went, they went to the abyss. They went to see the the skeleton of the Titanic, is my understanding, and it cost, them, and it cost them, and it cost them. I'm- Shout out to Rose and Jack. <laughs> I can fly, Jack. <laughs> anyway, Q and A with J and J brought to you by Homemade Submarines. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> I you know I made some dumb shit in my garage, but <laughs> never a death trap.
0: It's watertight.
1: <laughs> Let me put some more kulk on it. <laughs> my question is, and this is going off of uh, the BC Lions as we enter the sporting world, and we haven't talked CFL on the pod, and I, I'm not sure if we will, but the BC Lions had their their home opener last weekend, JC, and and as part of their opening night extravaganza no clowns but who they brought in for their opening night as sort of a pre-game concert was ll cool J. hey ladies love cool james that's right and he performed a, a concert like in the stadium above the field they sort of sectioned off um, some of the stands and he delivered this concert. I saw some snippets. It looked pretty fun to me. Sure. How do you feel as we enter the summer months and and happy solstice to you, sir. And you too. How do you feel about mixing sports and music in an entertainment context like they did in this environment as we enter the festival season and the outdoor sporting season in most of North America? How do you feel about the BC Lions are doing this to drum up some interest and some eyeballs, and it worked. I think it worked. How does this grab you?
0: I love it. I love it. Why not get LL Cool J out there to play for you? Why not get whatever band it is to kick things off, get that energy going, get some more people through the gates? That normally wouldn't. Exactly. Then I think that you'll maybe grab a few, if I do say so, like non-football fans, Mm -hmm. maybe some ladies that probably wouldn't go... Beautiful summer night. Hey, I know LL Cool J. I would love to hear pink cookies in a plastic bag Hmm. getting crushed by buildings. Something like a phenomenon. Or I'm bad. I mean. He's got hits. He's got (laughs) got got hits. hits. He's got hits. But in general, one of the things that popped to my mind when you were asking that, I was thinking about, I believe it was, I guess the Flyers were hosting, excuse me, hosting one of the uh, the NHL uh, January 1st games and the Roots were playing. Really, freezing their butts off but, but playing they were playing and i was just thinking not the typical hockey audience sure. would be into the roots but they're philly's own and it was really cool just to see them adjacent to the love that yeah playing intermissions what a value add what a value add to a sporting event oh yeah especially like there's a lot of you know sitting and waiting especially in football Yeah. like there's a stat i heard a couple of years ago the actual amount of time the ball's in play in a football game is somewhere around like 12 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. but you're there for three three and a half hours yeah yeah but all that being said if you have a a nice fun productive healthy distraction Mm -hmm. in the form of someone playing their greatest hits someone who's renowned and loved i think that's beautiful
1: yeah i like that I yeah. liked it. He looked, LL Cool J, again, in the snippets that I saw, looked like he was really involved and into it and was giving like like his normal concert effort. He wasn't mailing it in at all. And good on the good on sort of a fledgling league like the CFL and the owner of and there's a new owner to the BC Lions who's reinvesting in, in his team. And to do this, to make sure that they get 30,000, 40,000 people for their home opener and, and build that initial interest and bring in the casuals, like you said,
0: I think it's cool as heck. Do you think there were a few, like, uh, Nancys and Glorias in the, in the audience that were just like, this is a guy from CSI?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I had actually forgotten that he was on CSI until I think said it's that. CSI. Yeah.
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Also in uh, L.O. Cool J, also in Any Given Sunday.
0: Oh, yeah, he's a running back. Yeah. Number 33.
1: He's had a good little acting career as well yeah good he, for him he's got a channel on Sirius Satellite Radio in my truck it's
0: it's pretty good every rapper ultimately wants to become an actor
1: yeah that's all what, of them yeah that's where the money is or they want
0: to sell vitamin water or be a mogul or head Louis Vuitton <laughs> like Pharrell's doing
1: anyway that's that's my Q&A with j and I like the value adds on the concerts even like the local we're gonna talk minor league baseball here shortly like Even the fireworks night or uh, on a day game, maybe they bring in a bunch of clowns for the kids (laughs) for the seventh inning stretch. I'll cover my eyes. (laughs) I'm going to get a hot dog.
0: (laughs) Let's take a break. Let's
1: take a break. We're back on the sports class. NBA draft was tonight, JC. Victor Yama Wemby, the kids' call him, went first overall, as we all expected. But after that, it got kind of interesting. Second and third pick all the way up to let's just keep it in the first 13 and we'll end with Grady Dick, that, that delicious English breakfast treat. <laughs> no, first off, Wemby, 7-5. Wemby seven five. There is a Barefoot. there There was a uh, pitcher circulating as he threw out the opening the opening pitch for the Yankees on Tuesday night of him holding a baseball. And it looked like most of us holding like a ping-pong ball. Like that's it's wild. Wild. Big human being. Big human being. We get into the second pick, and, and there was some some interesting dialogue around who are the Hornets gonna take. A lot of people. I thought it was going to be Scoot Henderson going second overall, even with the ball brother there, LaMelo. Yeah. I thought they might take Scoot. They didn't. The Hornets end up taking uh, Brandon Miller from Alabama and his sort of troubled past. He had an interesting year at Alabama, played really well in the tournament, uh, some, some legal issues, but by all accounts, he was sort of cleared cleared by that if you trust law enforcement in alabama i don't but if one does <laughs> that's their choice so he goes second he can play scoot henderson looks like an amazing player i'm excited to watch him play in um my favorite city in north america in pdx hey. in portland i'll be going down to watch him and dame i'm with you still some scuttlebutt there about what can happen let's move to the fourth and fifth pick how cool is this brothers Eamon and Oscar Thompson go 4th and 5th. The first time Twins, by the way, sorry. I said brothers Twins go 4th and 5th overall. How cool is that? The last set of Twins to go in the first round of the NBA draft in consecutive places was who? Morris Twins? Nailed it, a boy. Proud of you. The Morris Twins went 11, I think it was 11 and 12 in their draft year. Don't quote me on what year that was. Moving on the next pick that jumps to mind for me is Juwan's son Jet Howard, a Michigan yeah. Wolverine, goes 11, goes 11. He's a shooter. To the Orlando Magic. They drafted uh, Seattle product Banchero last year, right? He won Rookie of the Year. They got uh, another Michigan guy, Franz Wagner another player there. They seem to be building something um, J- from Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs. Yeah. He's also there. He might be moving on, but... I watched a lot of a lot of Jet Howard this year. Let me just slow it down for a second. I watched a lot of Jet Howard this year.
0: Spell it out for
1: him. I'm surprised he went that high. Okay. Athletic player, a, a pretty quality shooter like you said, but he had I don't know if it was because it was his dad was coaching. They had some interesting moments this year the Michigan Wolverines did. Happy for him though, good player and he had some nice moments too. I'm not I don't want to stay on a totally negative tip, but I thought he went a little bit high as a person who watches a lot of Michigan basketball. He went a little bit high, but but good on him. Number 13 to Canada's team. Not the Vancouver Grizzlies, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick. They're looking for a shooter. Out of Kansas. I see you looking at me. <laughs> in Maasai We Trust, they draft Grady Dick. Now, normally I wouldn't make a big deal out of this. However, Grady Dick's jacket whew, was a shimmering Raptors-esque red. Shoulder pads in f- full flex. And uh, and a pretty. he was a pretty happy camper. And good for him. I watched Grady Dick play a couple of times. Seems like a wise selection. Uh, you guys got some some flair. I'm going to call it flair. And some... Seems like a fun guy. Fun guy. Likes to have fun guy. Uh... <laughs> I got some thoughts here. Yeah. I, know, I... You,
0: I know you do. That's why I'm, uh, I'm angling towards you. Let's go. Can I take a run here? Go for a run. There's an 80s song that I love. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones you can depend on. Friends. Gritty Dick has no friends. Because if he had friends, they would have vetoed that jacket. That look is abysmal.
1: Now, Mom and Dad were on the couch with him in the in the post-draft, the post-podium interview. And they didn't say anything. And he was sort of, you know, it's Gabbana. Or he said some brand. I, like, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't care if it was... Yeah, I agree. Jesus Christ. I agree. I agree. agree. (laughs) It was egregious. Yeah, it was. If you are so inclined, and I'm stealing this line from my friend Andrew, he looks like the husband of Judy on the Righteous Gemstones. That's all I'm going to say there. (laughs) Also, Winter Olympics, not happening right now. It did look like a figure skating blouse.
1: Yes. It did look like a figure skating blouse. Game blouses.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It was. It was a lot. And that the will hair, forever be his meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I, I. We gotta post this. Like it's. It's amazing. And I'm just hoping that he gets to Toronto. The first thing after he does his subway commercial with Scotty A B mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is he gets a stylist to help him to usher him through being in the league and like the walk up. <laughs> through the tunnel yeah. because if he keeps putting this kind of Kyle Kuzma-esque bullshit out into the air, into the atmosphere <laughs> it's going to be a distraction for the team. Hmm. I think Darko is not going to like this. Darko's not
1: going to like it.
0: I don't like it. No, no. Grady Dick also. You, you
1: can't have a name like Grady Dick and wear <laughs> a jacket like that at a party like this.
0: <laughs> Stretch two? <Yeah>. Dick? <laughs> Is, well, it a, is it, is it well a well done, well long jumper? All right, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, but Grady Dick, I mean, he's got some balls for winning that. Hey now, okay, we got one more. I'll give you one more,
1: <laughs> one more. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man.
1: While we're talking, uh, I- I got a- while we're talking NBA draft fashion. Which which is so great to look when you look back through the years. When you look back through the years, I remember remember Jalen Rose and his suits. There's been some wonderful suits. And of course, over time these these looks don't age as well. You and I would never fall victim to that, but <laughs> but luckily for us, we have the NBA drafts of years past to really to take those in. There were some cats tonight wearing um wearing no undershirt. Yeah. Just a sport coat. With, um, you know, their choice of gold accessories and just chest hair, chest out, just sternum out, just, just sternum out there.
0: Yeah, that's uh, bold, that's very bold. Some of them wearing necklaces, pearls, beads, all kinds of things. I love people are challenging like gender norms, but also at the same time, <laughs> ugh, I wasn't feeling it. There were some bold moves. I just wasn't feeling it. It's getting bold out. I just can't imagine being on worldwide television without a
1: shirt on. (laughs) I almost admire their confidence. Yeah, irrational. These 19-year-olds' confidence. was super rational.
0: They've got somebody in their ear that's like, you know it would be just fire? Yeah. No shirt. Yeah. They're just sitting there just like, what do I do? Do I do pirate? Do I do pirate shirt? Do I do... You know, like two tone, what a monochromatic look. And they're like, no. No. Ch- chest. <laughs> chest meat.
1: Skin. Chest meat. <laughs> shirt monster <laughs> underneath. Areola. The shirt
0: monster got him, Jamal.
1: <laughs> Even uh, first round picks are, aren't immune to this <laughs> shirt monster.
0: Can I make a few other comments on some of those picks that you mentioned? Please. So, obviously, Wimby, amazing pick. I'm. I can't wait. Justin, mm. July seventh, mm. mark it on your calendar, cause that's when summer league starts. That's when we're gonna see Wimby Yama. Is in he the gonna Flesh play in that? In Vegas. That's the word on the street. Hmm. Do you wanna go to Vegas? Yeah, I do wanna go
1: to Vegas. <laughs> I do wanna go to Vegas.
0: But yeah, so Wimby's supposed to be playing. Um, and a lot five. of these a lot of these kids are are gonna be playing. And you know what? More than ever, I'm quite excited. Honestly, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. in the US and I'm gonna try to seek out some of these games. Cool. 'Cause I think they happen all day, right? Yeah, they like do. just like a they plethora do. of games. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. The Miller to Charlotte pick it was a miss. And you know, what would be this is like the most fitting exit. You think it was a miss. It is. Already calling it a bust. Mark it on the calendar, whatever you wanna do. Again, it's getting bowled out. <laughs> this was almost a fuck you from Michael Jordan. Mm. Because the comments that he made and the comments that Miller made about MJ and how he's like a poor Paul George guy and all this stuff and like MJ is not his go and all this stuff. And then like Jordan actually is in the middle of selling the team, is in the middle of selling this team. And on the way out, I almost feel like it was sabotage because I think this kid's a problem. Mm. I don't think he's good. And the reason I think that he's a problem is because any other year, if you didn't have whatever you want to call when I'm a freak, alien, unicorn of all unicorns, Thanos, whatever. Yes. Scoot Henderson's the best player in this draft. Yeah. And I understand maybe you don't want to take that chance and pair him with Lamelo in the backcourt. There's only one ball on the court. hmm But they made an error.
1: Yeah. Scoot. I like Scoot too. It's
0: grinding film. You I was, and surpri- and I was surprised by that.
1: Yeah. I like Scoot.
0: I love his disposition. Mm-hmm. I love the way he goes about the game. Mm-hmm. He's got that MIDI game that I love. He can hit like elbow jumpers. He goes at people. When he played in that exhibition against Wimbayama, he dunked on him. Yep. All this stuff. Yep. I feel he was like super
1: athletic too. Super quick.
0: I love him. Mm-hmm. Love his game. So I feel like
1: From Georgia graduated high school early, signed with the NBA's um.
0: 17. Of, yeah, That's the youngest. The youngest
1: to, played two years in the G League with their uh, G League Knight or whatever that team is. Yeah, Ma- made five hundred thousand a year and like picked his own path, doing things his own way. We like that on the Sports Gloss.
0: Comes from a long history lineage of basketball. He's got sisters, brothers, uh, CJ that have played basketball at a high level. I think this is a no-brainer, and and Charlotte did Charlotte things. And they Mm. messed up. So I'm really interested. Pick for need. Charlotte, pick for need instead of player. Sometimes you just got to go with the best available talent. And I think that it was Scoot. I think he could coexist with Lamelo, And we're going to see if he can coexist with Dame or whatever they decide to do there. Anthony Simons. Shaden Sharp, your guy. It's getting crowded in the backcourt there, but I think Scoot's going to be good. Already,
1: already rumors they might move somebody. The already movers they might move Anfernee or Shaden or Package. I mean, there was all the stuff about Dame this week too that he might be on the move, which seems to have been quelled in the last twenty-four to thirty-six hours. But be interesting to see how the 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 Blazers look here going forward. My Blazers look going forward, but. Adding a guy like Scoot plus this what they have and maybe doubling down on adding more talent around yeah. around Dame Dollar, that's I would like to see that for my friends in Portland.
0: He said he didn't want to play with any more teenagers, but I think he's got a special one here. So we'll see. I, I really want to go to a game. we got to go to a game next year and the, catch this. Let's do it. Two other quick notes, um, and then we'll move off the draft and talk about some of the trades that happened this week. Anthony Black to Orlando. I like this. I'm very, very intrigued. So this is a kid. Anthony Black from Arkansas. Sideshow Bob hair. Right. Six, seven-ish, yep.
1: I think. Uh, yep. Point
0: guard. Yeah. Kind of giving me OKC, Shea, Giddy vibes. And he, he's a baller, man. I think he could be really good. I, I'm really curious. Orlando and OKC, they love length, like wingspan, com- compiling a bunch of talent. Mm-hmm. See what happens. So I'm really curious to see what, what happens with Orlando. They're going to be a fun, you know, watch this year on uh, whenever you get to, to get to see them. I think they've got a lot of young talent, a lot of really athletic, long guys. The other one for me is Hawkins, a kid from U, uh, UConn, mm-hmm. went to New national, Orleans. National champs. Here's a hot take. Hot take! <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with Zion, but if they get rid of him now's the time i think with cj with ingram with this hawkins kid i'm not saying hawkins is gonna be the the guy nice piece he's a nice he's piece. a nice piece mm-hmm. you got herb jones you've got uh, dyson daniels you got a lot of long good guys herb jones great name <laughs> it's a great name sounds like a guy who like invented fried chicken yeah herb but
1: jones herb jones yeah. I think Herb Jones was um snooping through your, your garage sale on Saturday morning.
0: <laughs> you got any Star Wars stuff? You got any you got any vinyl? <laughs> for real. Yeah. Herb Jones, don't call him Herb Jones. And I feel like they've got an interesting look, New Orleans was really good for a large amount of the year and yeah. then they had some injuries. Yeah. I mean, uh Zion notwithstanding, but like they, they kinda, you know, went downhill once a bunch of guys got banged up. Mm-hmm. I like this. A lot of teams really... C.J. McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas. Yep. A lot of teams would have loved to have Hawkins on their team. So, man, I'm really curious to see what NOLA does. Let's talk about these trades. There were three big ones in the last few days. I mean, like, monumental, like, game changers. Yeah,
1: let's get into this. Do
0: you want to talk Beal to Phoenix first? Okay. Yeah.
1: Salary dump for the Wiz. Big time. Salary done for the whiz.
0: Max player.
1: Max player. New GM in Washington. Needs to clear some space so he can bring in the people that he wants and sort of reset the table there. So he gets under the, the Bradley Beal contract. One year into it too, by the way. One year. Beal goes to Phoenix. Now we got your boy D-Book. We got Bradley Beal and the Easy Money Sniper as a, as a trio. How do you like that?
0: I think it's a good move in that Washington had to get rid of that salary. Blow it up. I'm ready, Washington. Let's blow it up. And I think the window for KD is closing soon, so why not at least take a chance at it? I think, which we're going to talk about in a moment, Chris Paul, CP3. It was time for him to go. Why not? Why not do it? I feel like just having that third option, the other side of it that you may not be that excited about it is They need depth. I saw some stat or something the other day that was like... The Suns? Suns have like five or six guys under contract. Right. So I'm curious to see if Aiden stays. I'm curious to see if they move him and just get some guys that have a less hefty uh, salary. But I like that foursome and then, you know, insert whoever. Like maybe they can get a a decent point guard. Obviously, they're not going to get like a Fred Van Vliet or anything like that, but like... If they can get somebody to take a pay cut and just take a run at a championship, it'd be interesting.
1: Frank Vogel, the new coach there?
0: Yep. All that being said, I feel like there's just also just like a bad Katie karma, if you will. Yeah. There's like something that, it feels fun, it feels good on paper, probably a great video game simulation, but I feel like maybe... There's some just bad karma. Like I just feel Mm. like is Bradley Beal good? Like, like, do we know? I don't think we know because he's been kind of in the in the forest, if you will, like Mm -hmm. with the Wiz. Man, the Wiz are
1: in the forest.
0: (laughs) God, they've been in the forest forever, so long, forever, so long. And it's kind of one of those things. Like, is he a, a guy that's putting up good stats on a bad team, or is he a legit good player? on a bad team that, you know, other things I don't know. Are... I I don't know. I actually We're gonna don't. Find out. I actually don't know. You think he's 30ish? Too. So that's another thing. He mm. hasn't played. He's not an 82 game a no. season guy. No. So that's another factor there. I mean, uh it's it's really interesting. I I kind of like them taking a shot. I gets I get it, Matt Ishbia, the new owner, new owner disease wants to go hard. <laughs> and uh he went hard so we'll see apparently
1: uh um, isaiah thomas and matt ishbia's ear as sort of a, a silent senior advisor
0: you know i mean john yeah moran's i do got yeah bad, i do know john moran's got bad friends matt ishbia might have bad friends too <laughs> i don't know about isaiah, isaiah thomas helping you make choices like no. that I think there's better minds. Not a proven proven uh,
1: great decision maker, Isaiah. Well, um, you know, all-time player, but.
0: You say Isaiah Thomas to a Knicks fan, and there's a lot of expletives coming your way afterwards. Yeah. And so there should be. Yeah. I think he's still getting paid. Oof. I think he's still
1: getting paid by the Knicks. Him and Bobby Bonilla are still collecting <laughs> checks from the city Bonilla. of New York. From the city
0: of New York. <laughs> the Mets in the pants. Love it. So uh, let's go to this next big trade. Well, let's let's lump in what happened in Phoenix and who's out of
1: Phoenix. We've now got the Gloss's favorite hamstring CP three oh. landing via the Wiz with uh, not this past year's but the previous year's champion, the Golden State Warriors. How do we feel about CP three teaming up with Steph Curry? I assume CP three was going to land with either the Lakers or the Clips. I thought that's where he was going to be. I was surprised to see that he landed with the dubs. And um, this seems like an interesting match. CP3 talking to Steve Kerr. State Farm ads running all
0: the time. (laughs) What's that going to look like? There's so many levels to this right here. There is. CP3 probably going through a spectrum of emotions. Gets the boot.
1: Also, CP3, hold on. Sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you. CP3 is out on this media tour. He's on Good Morning America. He's on one of my favorite pods, the Rich Roll podcast. He's promoting a book. CP3 is on a huge media swing in North America. He is on every outlet everywhere you go right now, pumping his book and pumping his shit and pumping his brand. Yep. The brand of not playing in the, in the season's most important games. But I digress. <laughs> He's in the middle of this big, big media tour. And in the middle of that, in the midst of that, the Suns dump him and somehow
0: he lands up with the Warriors. We should all be so lucky. Banana lands, Jamal. He was uh he was on the Ryan Rosillo pod the other day, if if you listen to that one. It was a live pod in New York City, and he was coming from all of these In front
1: of a in front of an audience, too, right? <laughs> Quite an audience. Okay. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't listened to that pod.
0: Get back to me when you have, because okay. that audience is rabbit is a word that comes to mind. Hmm. But uh, CP three at the time he was traded to to the Wiz and yeah. didn't know the next step. But yeah, he was like talking about coming from literally doing like Good Morning America and all this other stuff the same day, yeah. and on this tour, and now going from shit. What am I going to do in Washington? This team has just been awful, dog shit for years. And now he's like, I'm playing with two of the best shooters ever to do it. And also, you cleared that Jordan Poole money, that mistake, mistake by the bay.
1: So that was the other piece, and thank you for saying it that way. We're trading Jordan, 24-year-old, healthy 24-year-old Jordan Poole for 38-year-old Chris Paul. Chris Paul again, who's oft-injured. Do you
0: want someone who plays... So, so,
1: and also, too, also too we, we've we chosen free agent Draymond Green over Jordan Poole, right? Yeah. Now, Jordan Poole put some atrocious and egregious and breathtakingly bad shots in the playoffs for the Dubs this past year. Yeah. He took some wild, wild jumpers. And that is that what pushed them
0: over? It's so wild to me because it's like a, a definitely a case of what have you done for me lately because we are very myopic and fickle when you think about the fact that Poole was so integral to that championship two years ago when they good beat point. Boston. Good point. He was so good in the playoff run yeah. last year, and I've got to think. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's fair. Here's my logic Go if, on. I, if I had to. I think the Draymond punch early in the year was irreparable. I think what happened was there was a rift all year and I think that Draymond fucking gave him a right cross in training camp.
1: Looked like it hurt too.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's given up. We talked about this in the earlier pod, like 30, 40 pounds. Mm -hmm. I imagine. And not, it's like a bit of a sucker punch. Anyway, not to get into boxing. But I think that Basically, you're gonna say I'm gonna go with this guy. has got four rings. He's the glue guy. of This team kind of, sort of runs this offense. So integral to what we do on mm-hmm. defense, as opposed to like Poole, really was a shell of himself in the playoffs this year. Like gunslinger, said, gunslinger mm-hmm. who, with
1: no. Draymond bullets. a free agent though. Draymond could walk here,
0: Un- unlikely, but he could. I think he goes in the free agency and it's a smokescreen. I think what happens is yeah, I agree. He signs for less. In Golden State now that you've got CP three,
1: he doesn't take the Sacto Kings up on the, like some big <laughs> or
0: go to Detroit or something. Yeah, big offer. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's gonna happen. And just to kind of round this out, I just sucks for Jordan Poole, but I think from a basketball standard standpoint, I get this. Steph's thirty five, thirty six. Clay is you know waning in his skill set. Draymond also. You got a small window. Yes, you're adding like you said the guy who's fourteen years older. And um, then pool. But when Curry's off the court, Golden State suffers. And I think if you have Paul running pick and roll with Draymond or mm-hmm. Kaminga or Wiggins, thank you, mm-hmm. one of those guys, that's going to be a nice little supplemental, let's say, income. And you don't have one of the best to ever do it, Steph Curry on the on the court. Yeah. So I just from a basketball intrigue, and I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I do not care for him. <laughs> Nor but I. Just from the intrigue of watching yeah, it, living it is on the West Coast, yep. seeing a lot of Golden State games. Agreed. I'm really intrigued. This is going to be interesting. If he can stay healthy, it's going to be fun, man.
1: Like and they're going to and he's going to move the ball out of. Steph's hands, too. I mean, Steph's
0: gonna be off the ball. He's gonna yet- be
1: more of a probably more of a traditional two in in a lot of cases, which he isn't. I mean he's his handle's so good and obviously the way they play it they're they're movable parts. It's not you know it doesn't really matter to some degree, but it will look and feel different when when Chris Paul's pounding the ball at the floor and and running things.
0: Do you think LeBron's jealous?
1: Yeah, yeah. I do too. But I think LeBron's only jealous because the Warriors have all this attention today, right? And he wants a <laughs> little...
0: He wants to shine. Oh, man. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on to this last big trade here. I've got some Boston fans of my life weeping in their Guinness right now because the heart and soul of that team, if you talk to a lot of people, Marcus Smart mm-hmm. has been traded to the Grit and Grind, Memphis Grizzlies, and KP... Chris Porzingis, the original unicorn. The the original unicorn. The original unicorn.
1: Yeah, before it was cool.
0: Yeah, is now a Boston Celtic, or will be when trades go through. And then, like, kind of sneakily, silently, stealthily, our guy Tyus, I believe, Jones. I could be wrong on the last name, but Tyus. Went to Duke from Minnesota, Tyus Jones. Going uh, the other way to Washington. Hmm. And I really like Tyus. I think he's got a he's a good backup point guard for this this middling lower tier Wiz team. He could be a good probably player.
1: unhappy that he's leaving Memphis though. Yes, and going into the abyss that is the aforementioned Wiz.
0: I mean, even Kyle Kuzma left this sinking ship.
1: So yeah, says it all. I thought that was a an, an odd that move caught me odd that the the Celtics would deal would deal the green-haired
0: <laughs> he bleeds Celtics color. He
1: bleeds. Why why would they move off of him? Like he he seemed like he was really the tone setter there. He
0: played defense. Yeah, he was defensive player of the year 2 years ago. And he's what? 6 Three, four. He's not a big guy. He can match up against bigs and, and um I've can guard seen, anybody. I've seen can him guard Giannis. Anybody. And
1: why are we so interested in Porzingis? Like Porzingis hasn't played in so long. He's been so injured. We haven't seen him do anything. I don't understand what the Celtics are going to team up Porzingis with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and think that that's the 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 triangle that we all need. That seems odd to me, Jamal. I'll
0: do my best to dissect this, and some of this is going to be regurgitated. So I apologize, but. KP, he played 65 games last year. Also, let me just get into this. The Brogdon trade broke down. Brogdon was supposed to go to Clippers, the Clippers. Brogdon's damaged goods. He's, he's injury prone. It's long been believed that Celtics took a, a flyer on him and tried to get rid of rid of them. The Clippers did not want it, which is hilarious because Clippers have load management all-stars and PG3 or 13 and and Kawhi. But that didn't work out. So they say. We're not gonna trade Peyton Pritchard, who we love. We're not gonna trade Derek White. They love him. Mm. Got a crowded backcourt. We're gonna get rid of Marcus Smart. And I and he's a playoff performer. He like you said, he can defend multiple positions. He's the guy diving on the court doing I would all have the traded, little things. I would have
1: tri- preferred to trade the other people you just mentioned instead of Marcus Smart.
0: I would have Marcus know, Smart's the kind of guy who wins you
1: games in the playoffs. Yep. Right? He's got an intangible. He wants to win.
0: Yep. And he's got to be a presence, I imagine, in that locker room. Yeah. And that team, outside of Al Horford, they have a young coach. They don't – Tatum and Brown, as far as I understand, they don't seem to be those big personalities in the locker room. They're not Kevin Garnett.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And I know nobody's Kevin Garnett. But all that to say is I feel like a smart is like a – there's so many intangibles that go with him. I don't get this for the this. This is a dream. I don't get, I don't get this. This for the is Celtics. a dream for the Grizzlies. This has got to be. There's some draft picks
1: involved too, which kind of I think sort of changes the tenor a little bit of it, the, <sighs> or sort of the value shift of it a little bit. But I agree. This seems like such an odd move. I, I would want nothing to do with Porzingis. I don't get this trade at all. I don't get this trade at all.
0: He put up some numbers in Washington, and once again, we were just talking about Beal. I mean, what is it? Putting up numbers in Washington? He might as well be putting up numbers in Wyoming like it doesn't matter and I just I'm really curious how many games is he gonna play in the future I guess he adds an element of it he's another big he is a bit of a rim protector you've got aging Al Horford you've got Robert Williams who can't Mm -hmm. stay healthy so maybe there's some of that but he likes to play outside the arc he wants to shoot threes yeah if you're gonna do that five out stretch kind of thing and he's gonna shoot threes maybe that is what you want to do there, but I, it's a head scratcher. I'm I'm curious. I feel like you just lose so much. Like I said, with the leadership role, yeah, the heart with, with smart. So who steps up? Is 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 Brown gonna step up? Is Tatum gonna step up? Because Al Horford's, I think, going into his 38th year, 37, 38 years old. It's it's interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see what happens.
1: Let's do one more NBA note because I think it. It bears mentioning how much fun were the the Denver Nuggets having in their in their parade <laughs> in their celebratory parade down downtown Denver. How about the scenes coming out of these parades these days? Like, oh, M- Michael, don't call me Mike Malone with the sunglasses <laughs> on. And I saw yesterday you just got a tattoo, swilling swilling fireball like a. Like a college sophomore. <laughs> Quite something coming out of these. The visuals coming out of the parade and for some reason the Nuggets parade just, man, they were they were having a good time.
0: Yeah, snapbacks and tattoos. Mike Malone was going
1: hard. Oh, he, was cry- he cried multiple times. The guy was deep in it. He was deep in it. I think he's still wearing his sunglasses. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> I would be. I know. If I cried that many times.
0: I love, like, too, while he was uh, doing some of his stuff on stage, it's like the voice cracks. The voice cracks of someone who's been up for 36 hours straight, you know? And that video I sent you of DeAndre Jordan sort of taking a little pull
1: off a bottle of Fireball and then him just burying the rest of it? Yeah. No thank you. Uh, No thank
0: you. I love it. It's like, it's so funny (sighs) because Jokic is, like, your guy, right? Like, he's the best player in the world right now. And... He's so meek and just, like, sitting there and just, like, I just want to get to the horses in Serbia. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Michael Lode is just, just give me all, of, like, all of the smoke, all of it, all the fire, all the fireball. Yeah. I want all of it. Nice. I want all of it right now. <laughs> nice. And I love Bruce Brown, who now just declared for free agency. Bruce Brown, bare-chested, yeah. standing beside him. This didn't age well a couple Spe- days speaking later. Speaking of
1: bare-chested.
0: Yeah, shirt to got him. Yeah. Um, And he's just sitting there like And he's just like It's Bruce B Bruce Bruce He's coming back Yeah Yeah. Hell no He's coming back Like all this stuff And I was just like When did Michael Malone Just turn into your dirtbag uncle Yeah Like he just Uncle Mikey Uncle Mikey (laughs) Yeah It was amazing (laughs) Seeing that transformation You know, like just from him being, you know, with his quarter zip, like all like focused on the game, making those little comments between quarters, and now he's just like, let it all hang out. Like I'm just, he was he ever? So like, I feel like the Nuggets must have assigned a couple handlers to handlers to him this week. So that brings me to my next point.
1: Are we one serious injury away? No, <laughs> oh, like, God. like are we one? Injury away from these, like I watch a little bit of the Golden Knights too, and I love these celebrations. And good for them for carrying on to whatever degree they feel is necessary. But are we one injury away? Uh, what's the young shooter from who played at Kansas? Brady last- Dick. <laughs> No, no, no! Not Grady Dick, but his younger brother, Christian Brown. <laughs> Thank you, Christian Brown. I'm watching the uh, the aforementioned parade, and Christian Brown's like running through the, high fiving the crowd, and catches his right leg on some piece of the fencing, <laughs> right? Yeah. But what if Christian Brown really catches his right leg, and tears his ACL, and is now lying on the concrete, holding his knee? And he's pretty inebriated. Yeah. Then what? Then what? Uh,
0: great question.
1: Right? Or what if? What if off of these trucks or these floats and these on these celebratory uh, parades, what if somebody falls off? Right. I don't want to be. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Is this too negative or too heavy? I love it. No, That's but, but like, what if something really shitty happens here? Yeah. Right. Because we all have. It's happened to us, or we all have a friend who's accumulated a pretty nasty like drinking injury. Yeah. You know, we've all got those people in our life. Talking about me?
0: Mmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cough. No, but if you got a story, let's have it. But you know what I mean? Like, this is when shit happens. Like, let's yeah. be let's be clear. This is when crappy things happen. So is there gonna have to be something that happens under the the spotlight in one of these one of these championship parades where like maybe we need to turn this down also also i'll ask you as a father oh are we totally cool and comfortable with these with these sporting heroes i say in air quotes with these sporting heroes of ours and and when you're a younger person and you're looking up to them especially are we cool with these uh men and women injecting this amount of alcohol into their system it's so blatantly
0: are we comfortable with that it's so funny because it's it's often kind of masqueraded and we don't don't really see it in public don't see it on cable tv or what have you but yeah we make these concessions it's a great question because you're like sitting there with your kids and it's like oh oh don't work don't worry michael malone it's fine he just won the championship <laughs> he's a world champion now why is he crying so he <laughs> So he can mainline Fireball. Yeah, if he wants, and it's totally fine. He gets a pass this week. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's it's a bit. It's it's. You know what I mean, though, Jason. There, there's some there's some stuff in there that's
1: it leaves a little bit to be desired. I don't know if I'm just getting older or, or more pessimistic in my in my old age, but there is something about it that I'm starting to find a little bit off putting that I didn't used to. And that is the... Who <laughs> let the dogs yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. Mark Madison, go Bears. But yeah, there is something about it that I'm finding a little bit. Do I want my kids seeing these these people just like... just Completely inebriated? Just like super, super hammered. Super duper hammered.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting there like talking to my six and nine year old just like... So, see so what's happening right now is it's scientifically proven if you day drink... It's like 2,000 more times potent. Yeah. So these guys, don't worry. They've only had a beer or two. It's just the danger. It's the sunlight. (laughs) Jokes aside, it is a bit much. And I mean... It is a bit much. We were talking about how uh, Tom Brady and co. Almost lost the... uh, Off the air, we were talking about how they almost lost the Lombardi Trophy in some fucking bay in in Florida. Yeah. uh, When they were passing around boats. What a bad idea, by the way. (laughs) Hey, we're not gonna have a parade. We're gonna have a bunch of drunk guys drinking tequila on boats and throwing the throwing the Lombardi around like it's a like a Nerf ball.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it almost ended up in the chuck, too. It almost the trophy almost ended up in the drink.
0: Oh my god, could you imagine? Like I said, do you? Um... We got to get
1: the homemade submarine to go down and pick that puppy <laughs> up off the ocean floor. <laughs>
0: We need to assign an individual like the uh, the Canadians do. The very pragmatic Canadians yeah. they have. The, the keeper of the cup. The keepier, keeper the of the cup. The white cup. gloves and his long mushroom haircut. We need some sort of dude yeah. from the yeah. Midwest of the U.S. just to follow the uh, Lombardi around.
1: There is something starting to be a little bit off-putting about the parade. Yeah. The celebratory actions of these people in these parades. I want them to have a good time. I want them to kind of carry on. I do. I do. I just don't
0: want anything bad to happen. I agree. Like, yeah. Can you imagine just like, oh, such and such requires surgery after that flotilla incident?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Flotilla. (laughs) First overall pick tonight on NBA Draft Night, episode 18 of the Sports Gloss. First overall pick tonight, Victor Wambayama. What's his nickname going to be? How are we going to Americanize him? People are already calling him Wemby Here's my idea. I like my my leader in the clubhouse at this point. And while we talk uh, mediocre pub food,
0: is the French dip. Hey, come on! I like it. That's not bad. I love the French dip. The French dip's not bad. That's better than Big Vic.
1: <laughs> what about the or like what about the Parisian? I had a submission today and a back channel of the gloss. I had a submission day on them, like the Parisian Python.
0: <laughs> it's not bad. That's good. I like that too. It's not bad. Yeah. Think you wanna
1: get back to me with a Wemby nickname next week.
0: Yeah, for sure. Listeners, if you if you are so inclined, hit us up on Instagram at the sports gloss with your Wemby nicknames. We're really interested in what you have to say about it. Episode eighteen in the books. As always, what do we say to the people, JK? Survive and advance. Peace. Peace.